Welcome to the Collide Kids Podcast, hosted by Kristen Clark. This is a show for kids and families. You are going to meet new people and have fun while you listen. Let's do it! Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Collide Kids Podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Clark. The Collide Kids Podcast is a show for kids and families where we learn together how life and faith collide. I am so thankful that you are listening today, and I'm so glad that you are checking this out. Thank you so much for downloading episodes and listening today. If you're brand new, I just want to remind you to stick around to the end of every episode. That's where we have our kids-only segment where kids just like you get to be on the podcast. Well, this season of thankfulness always gets us thinking about different things that we need to be thankful for. And I can always think of lots of different things. But one thing recently that has really stood out to me is going to be a little different. Okay, so buckle up. Here you go. I am thankful for otters. (laughs) I know that's kind of random. But in the past couple months, we have had a family of otters move into the pond next to our house. And can I just tell you, they're hilarious. They make me laugh so hard. They're so funny and playful and they jump on each other. It's just so fun to watch. So here's my question for you. What is something that makes you laugh or smile? What is something that you see every day or something that you've seen recently that just puts a smile on your face? You know, I love that we can all have different things to be grateful for because God has created us to see things differently. We all have different likes and different things about our personality that makes us see the world in a different way. And my guest today has a great message for us about embracing those differences. Her name is Annika Fisher. Annika has spent more than a decade in leadership development, coaching, and consulting. She's trained thousands of leaders, healthcare workers, and frontline staff on everything needed to build an exceptional experience for both their teams and customers. Her work has focused on simple, holistic, and sustainable strategies for business with an emphasis on valuing people. She currently writes and hosts a podcast Podcast called the Tried and Truth Podcast that serves as a platform to equip others to lead and thrive at home and at work through simple truths, real conversations, practical mentorship, and inspiring stories. Annika and her husband have three boys and live in Texas. I am so excited for you to hear this conversation and for us to really be encouraged about all the things that make us different. Here is my conversation with Annika Fisher. Monica, I am so glad that you are on the show today. Thanks for being here. Thanks so much for having me. This is going to be fun. Yeah, I'm excited to talk to you and hear your story. Uh, Will you just introduce yourself today and tell everybody a little bit about who you are and what you do? Of course. So my name is Annika Fisher. I live in Texas in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Uh, My husband and I, we have three fun, crazy, lively boys, um, eight, six, and two. So we stay really busy. I did not grow up with any sisters. I had one brother that was seven years younger than me. So we were very different. So having all boys has been a really interesting experience. Um, My husband's one of four brothers, so he's very used to this, but uh, it's it's keeping us busy and keeping life a, a big adventure. Um, I have worked in hospitals for the last 12 plus years 
working with a lot of just doctors and patients and really helping hospitals and doctors like really love the stuff that they provide. You know, not everybody wants to go to the doctor, not everybody wants to go to the hospital, but there is a, it is a very amazing, incredible place. And so a lot of the work that I've done has just been around making it a really great place to be and feel cared for. Um, and so now I uh, have left that and I spend most of my time just helping people who have businesses or families or people that are, or different life stages just do the amazing things that they've set out to do and do awesome work. So I really help them sometimes when they get stuck or when they need a little bit of encouragement. Um, that's that's what I do now. I just help individuals and and people on, on their way to things that are uh, big dreams in their heart. I love that. What would you call that job? A life or business coach. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It sounds like a coach. You're kind of like inspiring yeah. them to move forward. So that's good. Awesome. Okay. I cannot wait to hear about your story and I'm like so excited about what we're going to talk about today. But before we do, as you know, this is a podcast for kids. So we always like to start out with a joke. This is my favorite part to put like all my guests on the spot. <laughs> Like, come on, something funny. So, uh, so I'd love to hear what you have for us today. All right. Well, I've got uh, two jokes for you. How about that? I love it. Let's do it. All right. Why did the, why did peanut butter not tell me a secret? I don't know. He was afraid I was going to spread it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Uh, and we all love ocean animals in our home. And so, uh, I guess our next joke would be, why did the fish choose to live in salt water? I don't know. Why did the fish choose to live in salt water? Because pepper made him sneeze. <laughs> so there you go. That's about I as much fun it. as you get out of me. <laughs> Those are good ones. I we get it. We have like tons of joke books. I don't know if you guys do this. We do too family. everywhere. Yeah, joke books. So yeah, those are good ones. I like that a lot. Well, let's start off. Um, you mentioned you worked in hospitals. So were you like a nurse or a doctor? Can you tell us a little bit about that job and how you got started there? Yeah. So actually funny, I, I actually went to school wanting to be a doctor um, and things kind of changed a little bit. And so once I kind of got out into the world, I decided to do more on just helping the doctors. So more on the administration side of, of hospitals. So I wanted to figure out a way to make it a really great place to come to work every day and a really great place for patients to come and receive care. And so that's what I set out to do is just to help and teach and train people to be able to do that. And you did that for how many years? About 12 years. 12 years. That's amazing. And those people are so important. Like it's, there's so many people that come into play when you're in the medical profession. Like there's so many people that work yes. together to make your care. So you were medical in administration. administration. Yes. Yeah, okay. What was it like going to the hospital every day? Like how did you, did you enjoy that? Yeah. I mean, I think it's just it was such an incredible reminder. I've worked in children's hospitals and adult hospitals. And I think just going every day to a place where people really care, people really care. And everybody is going through something and everybody has a story. Some people are going for a checkup. Some people are going for a surgery or an emergency or broke a bone or whatever it can be. And just seeing how everybody comes together to help people and to care for people is just so inspiring. I think sometimes we get so busy in our day to day that, you know, we forget to 
to just pause and soak in all the amazing people and amazing things that are around us. And so it's, it's just a really good reminder to step into a place like that every day and just really, really be thankful. Yeah. And thinking about other people, it's so easy to put ourselves first, but to have a job where you have to put other people first, that's, that's a big step. Yeah, absolutely. So how did you transition from that into uh, what you're doing now with being a life coach where, is it similar, like where you're caring for people in a different way or how did you figure out that that's something else you wanted to do? Yes. That's kind of an interesting story. I always felt like I just wished I had people to help me along the way. And it's kind of hard, right? We're all trying to chase certain dreams or do certain things, or we have something we want to be when we grow up. <laughs> and so we're, we're trying to do those things and take all the right steps. But sometimes you just wish that you had someone to help you along the way. And so um, I just decided that I wanted to interview other people who were doing all kinds of things in life and create a podcast just for that to allow people like a chance to learn from so many other people that maybe they wouldn't have met otherwise. Um, and my husband is a dentist. And so that's always been kind of interesting and fun too. And I just found that a lot of people who had businesses, you know, they loved, let's say, you know, painting, or they love being a dentist, or they love being um, an artist or a teacher, but it was kind of hard sometimes because all you know how to do is teach, but there's so many other things that you have to do to, to be able to do it well. And so I just brought a lot of what I learned to help a lot of those people. And yeah, just to create a community. I think we all need each other. And it was just something I wanted to create as a place where we feel supported and we feel encouraged and we feel like we're not alone in our journeys. Yeah. I love hearing from other people that tell me like, oh, I've been through that as well. Or like when you're going through a hard season, you love knowing that there's someone else that's yes. gone through that before. <laughs> and um, it doesn't always be, have to be a tragic event. It could just be something you're learning. It's good to have somebody to help you along the way. What was something from your childhood that inspired you to do this kind of work? Yeah. So it's kind of funny. I was a little bit of a interesting child. I <laughs> One of the things that comes to mind is every year when I was a kid, I would, at the very end of the school year, when all the teachers would put away all their stuff for the year, I would go ask all my teachers in elementary school for all their stuff that they put up on the wall and all their extra workbooks and all that kind of stuff. And I would bring it home and play school. <laughs> I would play school. Um, I would ask my mom, you know, those little cupcake toppers that are like flags or yeah. say, you know, hearts or whatever. So I would ask my mom for my birthday or for Christmas to give me these little flag cupcake toppers so that all of my dolls and imaginary friends could say the Pledge of Allegiance. <laughs> I asked for a copy machine for Christmas to make copies for my class. Like I just always loved teaching people. I loved teaching. I loved learning. I loved kids. Um, I just, I really, really loved to be around that environment. And so I just, I would create it myself. <laughs> I would create it myself. Um, and I think too, like another quick story that, that comes to mind is every Christmas, my mom would decorate, go all out for Christmas. We had serious decorations and, and all kinds of fun stuff, but she always had these bins of stuff that she didn't need. You know, she changed the theme for the year. And um, every year I would turn all of that stuff into a store. So our friends would come over and visit and I would have a store. It was a fake store but I would put price tags on all the stuff and you would check out with your little basket. And 
And then you would see, you know, okay, you only have $10 today, go in and shop at my little store. And we would put up Christmas lights. I mean, we had the whole store. Wow. And I think those two things, like I always had a heart for teaching, but I always had a heart for like business and figuring out how to turn something, get really creative and turn something into a business and, you know, do something out of nothing, but figure out a way to, to have a business out of it. That is so funny. So when I was a little kid, I, I have a younger brother and sister and we still to this day joke about how they would be like, let's play Ninja Turtles or let's play with Barbies. And I'm like, no, we're playing school. Everyone have a seat. <laughs> and I like forced my, my siblings into playing school with me all the time. So I totally relate. To that. <laughs> yes. A hundred percent. And I was, I was a little bit bossy too. <laughs> It had a role for anyone that came over. It was like they were going to be this kid or sit in this spot. <laughs> so, nice. yes. Love, yeah. And they were never the teacher. I was always. Never. The of teacher. course not. Right. But I kind of take credit for the fact that they could read very early. There uh, you go. Because of that, you know, like because I forced them to do it. <laughs> so I love that. Yeah. And I think, um, I think that's really interesting that, you know, those things that we, have a passion for when we're kids, they sometimes play out in different ways in our business or in our ideas of what we can do when we're an adult. Yes. Tell us a little bit about being a kid. Like, what was that like? Did, you know, did a lot of people really um, love working with you or, or hanging out with you? What was that like? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think growing up, I, I was very quiet. I was always the shortest kid in the class. When I look at all of our school pictures from growing up, I was a little short one in the corner. Uh, I just always kind of felt, felt small. I always felt a little bit different. I loved learning. I loved school. I would just soak up everything that I could and read and learn. Um, and then I love teaching it, right? I love teaching it at home to my, <laughs> my imaginary friends. Um, but yeah, I always just kind of felt like everybody was a little bit different. Everybody was loved playing on the playground and doing all kinds of things together. And kind of like you said, with your siblings, like everybody had the character or the movie that they really enjoyed. And I just kind of loved being me and, and loved learning and felt a little bit uh, different. And, and yeah, I, I think, you know, I think God gives us this ability, this gift of, of being different. And I think that we sometimes feel like when we don't fit in or we don't like the things that other people like, or we don't, you know, necessarily world kind of tells us you got to do what everybody else does. You got to mm -hmm. like what everybody else likes. Yeah. You got to have what everybody else has. But the truth is, I just, I feel like if we want to make a difference in the world, I really truly believe that we have to be different and the ability that, and the gift that God gives us to be different is that opportunity to go out and make a difference when you're not like everybody else and you don't do the things that everybody else does. And so that's so much of what I, I try to help people understand today, that the things that you like to do, the things that you enjoy, those are the things that make you so special and that give you this chance to go out in the world and leave that mark on the world because not everybody else is going to like those things or do those things. But that's what makes you you. And that's what makes you um, unique. Um, we have this little magnet on our fridge. I had gone shopping with my mother-in-law a while back and we found this magnet. I had to buy it. I put it on my fridge and it says, how cool is it that the God, the same God that created the oceans and the mountains and the galaxies looked at the world and thought the world needed one of you too. And mm -hmm. it's just like this beautiful 
reminder to me and to my kids that we all have something that God had in mind and he made us all really different. And what a gift that is to use that in the world to make a difference. I love that idea of thinking about being different as a gift. How, how soon, like when you recognized as a kid that you were different, uh, when was it that you recognized it was a good thing? Was that easy to come by? No. (laughs) (laughs) If I could go back and tell myself when I was in elementary school or middle school or high school, like what is, you know, what is one thing I wish I could go tell myself is just to stay true to you, to be you uh, at, at the end of the day, like it's, it's all about like you, you and stepping into who you are and staying true to who you are. And it's not about anybody, anybody else. It's not about doing the things because everyone else does them or because everyone else thinks you need to do those things. And I just, I wish I had let myself be more of who I was rather than spending so much time and so much energy trying to be like everybody else and trying to fit in. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's exhausting. It's tiring when you try to be like everybody else and you're not just you. It's easy to be you because that's who you are. And I just wish I hadn't have wasted so much time and energy. I feel like I learned that uh, a lot later in life. And yeah, I think that's just the one thing I tell my kids all the time is just be you. Just be you. We're not perfect. None of us are perfect. It's okay. We're all learning in life and growing together, but just be you. Yeah. What are, what are some ways that we can learn to be comfortable with who we are? Cause I think that is a hard thing to overcome, especially when you get to be a little bit older or be a, being a teenager, things like that. We really are like hyper-focused on what we're like and, and if people like us and if we are fitting in. So what are some ways that we can kind of learn now how to be comfortable with that? We'll be right back after this. Did you know that family travel has the incredible power to shape our children's worldview and create lasting memories? In a world where representation is often lacking, it's essential for our children to see themselves reflected in every aspect of life, including the stories we tell about travel. Introducing the Travel of Legacy podcast, where we're rewriting the script by celebrating the diverse voices of black and brown family travelers. Each episode of Travel of Legacy is a testament to the enriching power and the joy of exploration in black and brown communities. So journey with us and subscribe now. It's a really great question. I mean, I think there's a couple of ways. I think you know, one is thinking about who are the people that you surround yourself with? Like, who are the friends that you have? And everybody that you put into your life, whether that's on social media, or whether that is in your friend circle, or the sports that you play, you know, they have an impact on your life. And they can either make you feel better about yourself, and encourage you in the things that you're doing, or they can be non encouraging or discouraging in your life and make you like feel like you're not enough or make you feel like you're not capable or you're not as good as somebody else. And so really be thinking about the people that you're letting into your life almost mm-hmm. as if you are like sending out a, a birthday invitation and we say like RSVP, right? Like tell us if you're coming to the party, like only invite the people into your circle of friends that you think are going to be people that you would really want there to make you, you know, feel comfortable in, in who you are. Um, I also think too, like we have to, I think so often we go looking for 
the good friends. We go looking for the people that, um, yeah, the good friends. And I think we have a chance to go be the friend. I think so mm -hmm. many people don't even know what it's like to, to be a good person or to be a good friend because they've never seen that. They've never had friends that are encouraging. They've never had friends that are positive. They've never had people in their life that told them that they're smart or beautiful or uh, talented or athletic or whatever it is. They've never had those people. And so I think going and being that person, be mm -hmm. that person who, you know, shines the light in the world, I think is a really easy way. Um, even like challenging yourself each day, like I'm going to go do something good for someone today. One person, it doesn't have yeah. to be everybody, but just thinking about almost like a game for yourself. What is one kind thing that I can go do for someone today? Um, you know, Proverbs 3, 3, the beginning of it says like, never, never let loyalty and kindness leave you. And I think that that is so important because it, the, mm -hmm. the world is harsh, right? People are not always nice, but we have the opportunity to never let lo loyalty and kindness leave us. And so like going out and just challenging ourselves, like I want to show kindness today. I want to say something nice to somebody today and make them feel better about themselves because I don't think we realize it, but that one nice thing that you told somebody, right? It has this ripple effect. I mean, mm -hmm. think about the last time somebody told you, that was so nice of you, or thank you so much for doing that, or you are so good at, you know, whatever that is. It kind of made you feel like lifted your spirits a little bit and it made you happier and want to be nicer to people too. And so I think just being that positive change and being that light and thinking about who you surround yourself with because you will become what you're around right that mm -hmm. whole like one bad so apple true. ruins the whole bag <laughs> so it's so true like you start to kind of you become what you're surrounded with and so really think about you get to pick you get to pick who your friends are <laughs> you really do right and so be the friend go pick good friends and i promise you that there are people out there that love the things that you do and like the things that you do and will be a true friend to you. Yeah, I love that. I think one of the things that I'd struggled with, I moved to, I live in Georgia now and I moved here from North Carolina and something that I was sad about was that people were not, I didn't feel like people were inviting me to things or people weren't remembering that I was, you know, there or I felt really lonely in that time. And one of the things I decided was, you know what? I'm going to be the person that invites people. I'm not getting exactly. invited. So I'm going to switch it. I'm just going to be the inviting person because I know what that feels like. And then it ended up that it, it was reciprocated. People started inviting me or started asking me questions. So it's just what we're giving out is something we're going to get back eventually. Yes. It might not be right away, but that's such a good point to, to think about who we surround ourselves and be willing to share that kindness. I was just going to say, you know, I think we all have this chance to, to be a leader, no matter how old you are. I mean, you can be in kindergarten and you have yes. a chance to be a leader. And when you're a leader, if you think about someone who is the leader, a leader, a lot of times they're by themselves doing something and they're doing something different. So I love that example you just shared of, okay, if people aren't coming to me at the playground or people aren't sending me the invitation, like I'm going to create the party. I'm going <laughs> to invite people to my table. I'm going to go out there and be that person. And like you said, you start to mirror that and people want to do that and you'll receive that back. Right. So no, I love that example you just shared. Yeah, that's so true. And I think it's something 
we often forget is showing kindness. Like you were saying earlier, yeah. like we kind of get so focused on ourselves that we forget, especially when we're hurting, like, especially when someone's hurt our feelings or we've been bullied or we've been maybe talked down to, or we got in trouble at school. You know, we just kind of focus in on ourselves instead of thinking about others. It's really hard to think outside of ourselves. Um, what are some other things that we could do to be more comfortable in who we are? Like, how do we recognize those differences in ourselves and, and be okay with that? Um, I think thinking about the things that, that really make you happy. I think the things that you really enjoy, maybe it is a certain class or a certain sport or a certain activity that when you do more of those things, like when you're there, when you're in that group, when you're in that class, when you're at that sport, you are so happy. Like filling your life with more of that, more of the things that you really enjoy um, and making it easy to do those things. Like for parents, right? Like make it easy for your kids to do those things. If they love art, like make it easy for them to just get home and paint. Don't hide everything up in the cabinets and <laughs> shut and lock everything. Like make it easy for kids to come home and just start painting or start drawing. If it's a certain sport activity, right? Like doing not just maybe the thing you do at school, but maybe it's a camp in the summer or maybe it's, you know, cause you're going to find more of those people that like that same thing. That's why they're there in that environment. And so thinking about the things that really make you happy or that you really enjoy and thinking about like, what's one more thing that I could do or one more way I could do that a little bit differently, right? Back mm -hmm. to the different. One thing I could do that different, right? All I know is that my school offers this class, but what else in my town or my community or my church? Like what other things can I get involved in that put me around more people that like those same things? Mm -hmm. um, and like you said, I think just starting it, like share the stuff that you do. I think that is also so inspiring to people. If you have a gift or a talent, like share that with people because then people are inspired to do their talent and share their gifts because they've seen you like courageously put stuff out there, whether that's like you said, sharing, maybe you like photography or maybe you have a certain like strength or talent, but sharing that experience with others, like helps inspire others to do the same thing. I mean, think about the people that you like or the people that you're drawn to, like they're doing things that are courageous or bold or different. That's why they stand out. And I think that's a really good reminder, I think, for all of us. Like, we're not put on this earth to fit in. We're put on this earth to go stand out and to be something that's different and to be someone that's different that inspires others to feel comfortable in who they are and what the gifts that they've been given and the things that they have. Absolutely. And that's how God created us. He made us with all those differences and all those variations. And he doesn't want us to be like everyone else. He wants us to be who he's created us to be. And so sometimes just figuring that out is a process, but it might be a lifelong process. You Absolutely. No, <laughs> we are always, we are always learning and we are always growing. And so I tell my kids all the time, like mommy is not perfect. <laughs> We are all learning and growing together. And I think that's mm -hmm. the beautiful part about life is it's a life of learning. We don't arrive at a place where we have it all figured out where you're, we all need each other to, to learn. I learned so much from my kids. I learned so much from my neighbors. I learned so much just from my friends. And I think we have to be open to just always, always learning. Yes, absolutely. Okay. As you know, it's November, which means 
it's gratitude season. Like we talk about gratitude all the time in November, especially as we get close to Thanksgiving. So I'm interested to know what are some things that you are grateful for? Things that we're grateful for. Okay. Well, I think everyone probably goes to the natural answers, right? Yes. <laughs> I'm grateful for friends. Family. I'm yeah. grateful for family. I mean, I think along the theme of what we've been talking about today, I mean, I think I'm just grateful that I'm not like everybody else. And sometimes that is a little bit hard, um, but a lot of good things in life are hard and hard things are good. I think just the gift of, of just being able to, to meet new people and it, to connect with different people. I'm thankful that we all have something in common that we can just, you know, find something that we can relate to other people, even as different as they might be. I'm just so thankful that we, we all can find something that we have in common and, and build relationships. And I'm just, I'm thankful that we have a, a God to go to that loves us no matter what, when we're not perfect and that he (laughs) gives us endless, endless layers of grace on our life. And I think that's just so reassuring that we don't have to show up today and try to be perfect because he is, we get to just show up today and be us because he created us and that's enough. Amen. Good, good thought. I love that. Those are good things to be thankful for, for sure. (laughs) Well, Annika, this has been so good. I'm so thankful that you were able to share your story today and talk to us a little bit about the gift that is being different. It's so important. Um, I always love to ask my guests to share a memory from when they were a kid. So do you have a memory you want to share with us today? A memory from being a kid. <laughs> I feel like I have so many memories of, of being a kid. So my, my mom and dad always did a really amazing job of giving the most amazing birthday parties ever. They were very creative. And so I think some of my favorite memories from being a kid were having like themed birthday parties. Um, we had a carnival party where we had a cotton candy station oh, and cool. popcorn machine and bounce house. And we printed out little tickets that you could go, you know, put in the duck pond. Uh, we had a Hawaiian party where we did hula hoops and limbo and the, everything, like all the food and everything was Hawaiian. And so I I think just like, that's a favorite memory of mine because I think it just reminds me to just have fun and make a story out of nothing, (laughs) make an event out of nothing and yeah, have more fun. So I think that's probably the, one of my favorite kid memories is just celebrating birthdays and celebrating other people's birthdays and just being thankful for each year that we have. That's awesome. I love that. Uh, that's cool that you had cotton candy at your birthday. Come on. That's we amazing. We also had a troll party, which is a little bit strange. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> a troll party? A troll birthday party. <laughs> and I think I had about 40 trolls that year as my gifts. So, you know. And this is not when like the <laughs> troll movie was cool. This no, is this is not when it was cool. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I love that. That's amazing. <laughs> Well, this has been so good, Annika. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Thanks for having me. This has been really fun. Well, this was such an encouragement for me to hear. I mean, I loved her message today of thinking about the people to surround yourself with and showing kindness and that ripple effect of showing love and kindness and that God has given us the gift of being different. It's a blessing. It's a gift. It's something to be thankful for. If we want to make a difference in the world, she said, we have to be different. 
And I love when she told us to share our gift or talent or whatever it is that makes us different. The world needs your gift. We are not put on this earth to blend in, but to stand out with who God has created us to be so good. Well, if you're interested in learning more about Annika, you can go to her website. It's AnnikaFisher.com. Well, now it's time for the kids only segment. This is the part of the show where you get to be on the podcast. So I'm really excited to introduce you to Eliana. Hi, my name is Eliana, and I will be saying my favorite verse, which is John 15, verse 5. I am the vine, you are the branches. If you who remain joined to me and I to you, you will produce much fruit. You can't do anything without me. You know, Eliana is my cousin, and I am just so proud of her sharing today. So thank you, Eliana. That was such a great verse. Good job. Well, if you're a kid listening and you would like to be on the podcast, I would love to hear your favorite Bible verse or maybe your favorite joke or an encouraging quote that you like from a book or movie, or maybe you have a question, whatever you want to share, you can find information about how to send that recording to me through my social media. I'm on Facebook at the Collide Kids Podcast or on Instagram at Collide Kids Pod. If you're interested in supporting the podcast, here's a few ways you can do that. First, be sure to subscribe and follow this podcast so that new episodes will automatically load into your podcast app and leave a rating and a review. When you do that, it really does help other people find out about the show so they can listen too. You can also share the episode with friends and family and tell them why you like to listen. Or you can go to my website and click the link that says buy me a coffee. And anytime you think about it, I always appreciate your prayer support as well. I want to remind you that we are just a few weeks away from ending our missions project with Operation Christmas Child. National Collection Week is November 15th through the 22nd, so that's next week. So be sure if your family has packed a shoebox that you deliver that to any of the drop-off sites that they have. You can find all the information about those sites on Operation Christmas Child's website. And I would love for you to join me and other Collide Kids podcast listeners in building 50 shoeboxes together on Online. It's so easy to do. Just go to the collidekidspodcast.com and click the button that says give to OCC. There you'll see a link where you can build a shoebox online or you're welcome to make a financial donation as well. Well, I hope you guys have an amazing week. And might I suggest as you are traveling to all your holiday destinations that you download some episodes of this podcast and listen together as a family. And in case no one has told you today, I just want to remind you that God loves you so much. Thanks for listening.